NBC News reports some Democrats in Congress are worried their colleagues might kill them. That headline sounds a bit sensational, but it's true. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez notably said that she narrowly escaped with her life and was concerned that far right members of Congress would reveal her location while the Capitol siege was taking place. NBC News adds House members openly accuse far right representatives of threatening their health and safety after Capitol riot. It's not just the Capitol riots. They're also complaining about covid because there's a video where Republicans wouldn't put on masks. Now, AOC and many others had been railing on Lauren Boebert, a Republican member of Congress, newly elected, claiming she revealed Nancy Pelosi's location, putting her life at risk and that she must be investigated. But all Lauren Boebert tweeted was Nancy Pelosi has been removed from the chamber. Mike Pence and Chuck Grassley were removed as well. And many people tweeted that. And no one accused the Democrats of revealing the location. This seems to be an extreme and unhinged exaggeration. Calm down, people. Far right representatives. Who are you talking about? Lauren Boebert? Why? Because she brought a gun with her. This is extreme radicalization, but it shows you the dramatic divide between the left and the right. Are you really that scared to be around someone with a gun? I, I don't go around thinking just because someone's got a gun, they're going to shoot me. I guess when you live in these cities, though, and you're fed the narrative that police officers are going around hunting people and killing them, they assume that at any moment someone with a gun would just use it. It shows very little trust in your fellow man. But more importantly, I mean, think about any war or conflict. What happens when someone wants to surrender? Or when both sides realize that all is lost and there has to be some kind of negotiation. You know, there's rules of engagement. There's flying the white flag. We're not even in any kind of actual conflict. Lauren Boebert is just another representative who happens to have a gun. There's hundreds of millions of guns in this country. This all stems from some incident where, you know, after the, the capital storming of the Capitol, Metal detectors were put in. Nancy Pelosi wanted more security. And Lauren Boebert apparently walked through. The alarms go off. And she's like, I'm not stopping. You're not searching me. She said it's her right to be armed and has repeatedly, well, she's repeatedly talked about even putting out an ad. Look, we're seeing a level of intensity that I've never seen in my lifetime when you have comments like this coming from Democrats. And I wonder how much of it is legitimate fear and how much of it is grifting. Because think about the narrative that can be played from the the perpetual victims. I love how the left claims the right always wants to be a victim. Oh, the Republicans are trying so hard to be victims. And truth be told, there are some, there's that famous photo of Katie Hopkins with a target on her head. And I'm like, chill. Why do you want to be a victim? Why do you want to pretend to be a victim? I don't. I want to be uh, uh, successful and confident myself, recognizing that sometimes bad people do bad things. And yeah, they do hurt you. But I'm going to rely on myself and I'm not going to play that game. The left, however, they're always victims. It's the oppression Olympics. So, of course, AOC is going to take every opportunity to say, oh, no, I fear for my life. Listen, maybe we are really getting to that point that people believe Republicans and Democrats will start shooting at each other. Do you have any? (laughs) Can I just think about that for a second? I once, I once again would like to give a shout out to all the people who said Tim Pool was wrong for talking about civil war as often as he did. They're, they're claiming that Republicans, members of Congress might kill them. OK, well, well, all right. All right. Let me slow down. 
and actually just break down for you what's really happening. But I'm going to tell you, man, I do feel the escalation because Delta is apparently now expanding its no fly, uh, no fly list, 880 people. Amtrak wants no fly to uh, pertain to trains. I guess you'll just drive yourself. And more importantly, a new poll shows that two thirds of Trump supporters still support him after everything. And Trump's approval rating is hovering around 40 percent after the storming of the Capitol. Think about what that means. So you know what? Let me walk things back. Maybe AOC is not wrong. Maybe she's just a little too freaked out. I don't think you've got anything to worry about from Republicans trying to shoot or kill you. That's that's kind of nuts. But maybe there's a real reason to be afraid of the other right now. Because both sides are apparently shaking and terrified of each other. I'm not, I don't mean that literally. I just mean the tensions are so intense that people really do feel that we're in a standoff. Let's read this story. But before we do, head over to TimCast.com to support my work. And you can become a member and get access to exclusive podcast segments. We recently shot a new segment with Richie McGinnis, a reporter who was on the ground at the Capitol. And that will be up soon. So go to TimCast.com, join, become a member, and you will help support my work. The reason we're doing this is we're trying to secure a safety net, um, a decent amount, maybe, well, just if we get enough people who are members, we don't have to worry about censorship or getting banned or anything like that, because we will have that place, our own website to run our podcast. That's why it's so important. If you really do support the show, go to TimCast.com, become a member. For those that are having issues with signing up, You can email members at TimCast.com and we will do everything to help get you set up. Just understand we just launched this week and so there's a lot of bugs and we'll we'll work this well we'll work through everything to try and get you guys squared away. And then we'll start getting in the flow of things, improve the site. It is all greatly appreciated. Don't forget to smash that like button, subscribe, hit the notification bell, share this video if you really like it. Let's read the news. NBC News says after last week's deadly assault in the US Capitol by supporters of President Donald Trump. Members of Congress are expressing something once unthinkable, that some of their own colleagues may be endangering their lives, not in a rhetorical sense, but in a direct and immediate way. It's the most poisonous I've ever seen. Rep. Don Bayer, a Democrat from Virginia, said in an interview, there's the overall sense that maybe uh, maybe if some of them have guns and likely the ones who are more into conspiracy theories and QAnon with the... (laughs) Satanic rings. Are we safe from them? Since the deadly riot, January 6th, lawmakers have suggested, not so far backed up by any evidence, that far right colleagues may have helped plan or guide the attack. Okay, I got to stop right there and just say bravo NBC News. You know, you know what I love about the mainstream media? They love doing this thing where it's like Trump claimed, comma, without evidence, comma. Here, they almost do it to the left, but they do this. They say, not so far backed up by evidence, as if to imply at some point they will come up with evidence that far right Republicans were leading rioters to them. Just chill out, people, man. They say there are particular concerns about some newly elected members who have espoused extremist views, including comments supportive of the QAnon lie that accuses perceived enemies of Trump of being part of a child abusing cult. Yes, my friends, the QAnon stuff is is just nuts. I'm sorry, that's just true. A lot of people don't like it. But uh, what you need to understand is that, you know, for over the past year, I didn't know a whole lot about that stuff because it never really came up as I read the news. I don't care for conspiracy theories because, look, man, some people think the earth is flat. 
Some people think, you know, there's, there's Montauk experiments or whatever and like ancient aliens. No one's ragging on ancient aliens, I guess. But I started looking into this QAnon stuff because, you know, the news picked up. More people got banned. It became more prevalent. And then there were some politicians who were like, you know, posing in front of signs. And then I started reading about some of the stuff. They apparently thought Mueller was working for Donald Trump. And I'm like, wait, are you kidding me? That whole like he was, Trump was being investigated. He jammed Mueller hurt Trump bad. There's been a bunch of things that has just been wrong to the point where Alex Jones, the man himself, was screaming that it's all lies. And I'm just like, whoa, whoa. When you got Alex Jones calling out a conspiracy, then like you've really gone too far, man. Maybe people don't want to believe it, but you really got to come back from that edge, man. That stuff is just not true. I can't tell you how many times I've heard this stuff. But does that mean just because someone believes this, they're going to go and, 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 and hurt a politician? I don't think so. Look, I know what they're reporting. They're saying that, you know, according to prosecutors, the rioters were planning on assassinating people. I take that very seriously. And I believe it's probably true of some of these people. But come on, they claim that Q shaman guy, the guy with the horns, he said he's a life magic shaman. I'm pretty sure he's not. But I'm pretty sure that even if he, the, the, the fact that he believes he is means he's probably not going to go and hurt people. He's just not well. But listen, listen, far be it from me to claim that, you know, I should tell people what to do with their security. No, no, no. Hold on. I think all the Democrats should take this very seriously. I think that all the politicians should, especially they were threatening the life of Mike Pence. We want the security. We want our politicians protected. Look, I don't like Ocasio-Cortez. I really don't like Nancy Pelosi, but I want them to be safe, healthy and live long, prosperous lives. I, I, I respect life. And I respect the idea. I respect the fact that I don't know everything. And while I read the news all day and may not like these people, that's that's just not liking them. I just disagree. I want them to be safe and, and to feel good and to be comfortable and be able to do their jobs. And then we can have that argument. I wouldn't vote for them. But uh, I want everybody to be comfortable and safe. We really, really do want stability. So by all means, they should take this seriously. The problem is coming out and saying this stuff that like that the, the far right, first of all, that Republicans are far right in the first place. They're not that they're a threat to you. Chill out, man. You are fanning the flames. We do not need this right now. All right. Well, here's what AOC said. Many of us narrowly escaped death. Rep Ocasio-Cortez recounts capital insurrection. I just, you know what, man? AOC is Lil Trump. She's, look, her and Trump are very different in many ways, but they're very, very similal in many ways. They're, they're e-celeb personality. Well, Trump's a legit celebrity. AOC is a celebrity. And she knows how to play the media game to, to, to whip up, you know, controversy or whatever. And that's what this is. Dude, you were protected by capital security, Okay. They were there guarding the vice president. You do not I, look I, while, while I think it was horrifying what happened with people storming the Capitol. I don't think you really had much to worry about. A woman was shot and killed by one of these Capitol security guards, the Capitol, uh, um, the Capitol police. These police had their guns trained on a bunch of unarmed people who stormed in. Now, some of these people brought weapons to D.C., but they didn't bring them inside. It's my understanding. Many of them had flex cuffs or flexi cuff, whatever you call them. I don't think you were narrowly escaping death because we have security protocols and they evacuated, evacuated you in line with those protocols. However, I will absolutely defend AOC and all the members of Congress because while she may be scared and I believe wrong, 
It's not her fault that these attacks happened. It's not her fault that these people stormed into the building. No, that's on the people who stormed into the building. So listen, if you're upset with what she's saying, well, listen, that she got the opportunity to make these claims and prop herself up and, and cry victim because people actually stormed in. I think she'd earn more points if she was a bit calmer about it and said, look, if it were me, I'd say, I don't know what these people intended. You saw what the reports from the prosecutors was. You saw the flex cuffs they had. They weren't they weren't coming here playing games. Some people were acting stupid, but stupid people often provide cover for the crazies. We've seen it with Antifa. So whether or not you want to go that far and say they were going to kill us, so we're doomed. I think you need to chill out. I think they go way too far when they then accuse sitting members of Congress of threatening their lives. NPR reports in an hour long Instagram live uh, Tuesday night. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez described her personal experience last week when a violent mob of pro-Trump extremists breached the Capitol and forced lawmakers into hiding. I had a pretty traumatizing event happen to me, and I do not know if I can even disclose the full details of that event due to security concerns. But I can tell you that a very close encounter where I thought I was going to die. She added, Wednesday was an extremely traumatizing event, and it is not an exaggeration to say that many, many members of the House were nearly assassinated. It's just not an exaggeration to say that at all. It, it literally is. OK, I'm sorry. It is. We were we were very lucky that things happened with cer- within certain minutes that allowed members to escape the House floor unharmed. But many of us narrowly escaped death. I'm sorry. I will not sit here and pretend the United States federal security apparatus would collapse under the weight of a bunch of angry Trump supporters. Now, don't get me wrong. They did storm the building. All right. That just exposes there were some weaknesses. And boy, was that pathetic on the part of the federal government. I got to tell you. But the idea that she was ever in danger, I'm sorry. I just don't really believe it. I, I, I think the, the federal security system, the apparatus is much too powerful. Now, I definitely think for a lot of political reasons, namely D.C. Mayor Muriel, Muriel, Muriel Bowser, being worried about optics and the National Guard being worried about optics, there wasn't enough security in the first place. There's a big difference between being prepared for foreign adversaries and being prepared for a bunch of angry Americans, whether you agree with them or not. I don't think AOC was at risk. Uh, well, I'll put uh, maybe a little bit. Um, but there was Capitol Police barricading the doors and these people struggled to find out where like, they, they didn't even know where they were going. OK, they walked right past the doors to the main chamber. That's the crazy thing. So but, but by, by the at the point where they all these people got in, AOC and everybody were long gone, t- taken away to a secure area. There's some risk for sure. There were crazy people there. They could have done crazy things. So I'm not going to pretend like, you know, I'm not trying to put this on AOC and blame her. I absolutely not. I think I think she's justified in complaining about it for sure. I just think she needs to tone down the accusing the Republicans of wanting to kill her. Right. They say in her in her uh, video on Tuesday, she said she felt unsafe in the secure room where she was held with other lawmakers. Quote, I myself did not even feel safe going to that extraction point because there were QAnon and white supremacist sympathizers and frankly, white supremacist members of Congress in that extraction point who I know and who I had felt would disclose my location and allow me to who would create opportunities to allow me to be hurt, kidnapped, etc. Listen, I, I really don't think AOC is the primary target for anybody. I think actually, as much as a lot of conservatives don't like AOC, a part of them actually does. It's a it's a weird thing. But I think AOC is a populist. She pokes the establishment bare. 
I think most Republicans and conservatives, especially the ones who had, you know, ill intent, don't view AOC as all that bad, just not that smart. I'm sure there are a lot of people. I mean, she's famous, so she's probably got serious threats. I understand how that works. I think they're, they were looking at people like Schumer and Pelosi after, you know, decades in office. So I, I really do hope that all these people are safe and secure. But you see what AOC is doing here? Referring to Republicans as white supremacists. It's like she wants the conflict. I, I, this stuff is just so insane. Now, I, I mentioned the Lauren Boebert situation. Vox says a fight over metal detectors reveals how broken Congress really is. They cannot stop me. Some Republicans express outrage over new security after January 6th. The tensions are, are, are hot, man. Lauren Boebert uh, wants to conceal carry because the Second Amendment says you have a right to the, the right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. And she actually is allowed to carry a weapon in her office. I believe it can be in a case unloaded and brought to her office and they can have that. I don't think they're allowed to carry it throughout the Capitol. And she may have. We don't know. The left was calling for her arrest. Do you have any idea what would happen if the police arrested a sitting member of Congress? You want to light things up and kick things off? That's how you do it. Please do not do that. I don't think you have to worry about these people killing you. That's, that's, that's insane. But man, I feel like I'd be lying if I didn't at least say we may be walking to that point. Listen, we're at the point now where there are Democrats asserting that members of Congress, Republicans, want to kill them. Is that not civil war territory? Can I get a, a I told you so? It's freaky, man. So for me, I'll tell you what I want to do. What I want to do. I want to stay away from all of that stuff. I want people to just chill out, read a book, watch a movie, mind your own business. Calm down, calm down, get away from D.C. All right, put on a movie, turn off the Internet and just chill I really am worried that people might go to D.C. So I'm grateful to our National Guardsmen who are protecting the Capitol, because like I said, man, I am no fan of Joe Biden. I've called him crooked. I think he's bad. But you, we, we do not solve our problems with any kind of extreme conflict and people getting hurt or anything like that. No, you solve it through culture, inspiration and uh, uh, persuasion. It's not easy. It is absolutely not easy. But I'll tell you, you look at what Black Lives Matter did throughout this year, smashing and destroying anything. And what do they accomplish? Now, a lot of people seem to think they're winning. And I'm like, they're not. That damaged their cause. They lost out. Now, I do believe there should be some kind of censure, at least, of, say, Kamala Harris and Joe Biden's staff for bailing out the rioters. That you can at least do. And we can absolutely go after these individuals who stormed, uh, you know, stormed the gates. That's something that needs to happen. But let me show you, show you how crazy things are getting. The New York Post is banning CNN, MSNBC, The Washington Post, and The New York Times as primary sources. The divide in what we read and what we understand is becoming so pronounced that even mainstream newspapers are decoupling. The New York Post would say CNN reported this. Now they won't do it anymore. Why? Because CNN puts out fake news. CNN put out a, an article, Brian Stelter, talking about the domestic terrorists who stormed the Capitol. Little did, uh, uh, you know, he report on the fact that Anderson Cooper actually hosted one of these individuals and pretended the guy was like a journalist. We now know, thanks to the FBI arrest affidavit, that this individual was cheering and celebrating and egging on the rioters as though he was a rioter. This guy, John Sullivan. CNN's hyperpartisan. That's just the reality. And as we see the divide hit in media, it's only going to exacerbate hyperpolarization. 
from the Daily Mail. New poll says two thirds of Republicans approve of Donald Trump's behavior even after MAGA riot. And supporters of both parties say the country is tearing itself apart. This, my friends, I'm showing you now is the real clear politics average. Would you be at all surprised if I told you that Donald Trump's disapproval is not at an all time high? Oh, it's his approval ratings dropped dramatically to one of its lowest positions yet. But would you be surprised if I told you Donald Trump's approval rating is not at an all time low, his disapproval not at an all time high. In fact, Donald Trump's approval rating right now is 39.7% in the aggregate, floating around 40%. Donald Trump's presidential average is around 43%. He's down a little bit. That's it. Take a look at this. Rasmussen has Trump's approval rating at 48%. Now, that's one poll to Rasmussen. Many people say they're biased, but they were one of the most accurate polls in 2016, if not the most accurate. But take a look at this. ABC News has Trump's approval rating at 38%. That's amazing. YouGov, 41 percent. Reuters, 35. Hill, Harris X, 44. Quinnipiac, 33. Look at this 48 percent, 41 percent, 44 percent. Are you kidding me? Donald Trump is maintaining large swaths of the country in his in his base after everything we've seen. And I, I tell you this, I disapprove of the way Trump handled himself with these tweets. Now, we've learned even from CNN that the storming of the Capitol was pre-planned. Trump did not incite anybody. They had they were already there while Trump was still speaking. They had already breached the barrier while Trump was still speaking. And before Trump could even realize what was going on, he said peacefully march to cheer on uh, politicians. Now, after they stormed in and the speech was over, Trump didn't march with anybody and he didn't. He just said, Mike Pence has you know, not done what we need to do. He should have come out and said, yo, stop. What are you doing? I think these people who stormed the Capitol, Trump supporters second, if they are Trump supporters. I don't know what you'd call them. Right wing rioters, I guess. But the people who really did support the president wanted to see Donald Trump speak. You see the difference? Now, don't get me wrong. The people from the Capitol probably are Trump supporters, just not first and foremost. So where do we go from here with all of these people supporting the president, with Democrats claiming they narrowly avoided death and that, you know, they they uh, they think the Republican colleagues are going to kill them? We see scary stories like this. Delta puts 880 people on no fly list over masks, others for unruly behavior. Now, let me just pause for a second. I personally don't care about masks at all the time. I got this really cool mask. I wear it. It's fine. I'm not worried about it. And just because people are being banned over masks doesn't mean they're Trump supporters. But we did hear that Alaska Air put 14 people on no-fly lists, and the left is defending this. This is war on terror level stuff. We don't want this. People being falsely accused. There's one individual now, a story's going on. I'm not going to say their name, but apparently they took a photo of themselves at the Capitol, not in the building. Just like, hey, look, we're here in D.C. And they got fired from their job because the left doxxed them and the company was like, we won't support that. What's going to happen is regular people who didn't do anything wrong and just went to see the president speak are going to start losing their jobs because the left will dox them. Then they're going to have no choice but to find places to work that will accept them. So what happens then? Well, good luck working in a blue state. They're going to be like, oh, we can't have that. But go to a red state and they're going to be like, we don't care. You go to Wyoming and West Virginia, that's Trump country. That's MAGA country. They're going to be like, oh, you were in D.C. And they're like, yep, like, whatever. Come work. This is going to cause people to, to leave these areas because they have no choice. 
we now see Amtrak wants the no-fly list to apply to trains as well. So there's going to be a lot of people falsely accused. They're going to be falsely put on no-fly lists like we saw in the past with the war on terror. And then it's going to create this underclass of individuals who struggle to find work. And I know the left says, that's the free market, man. Well, not literally. The free market is supposed to be, you know, you can buy and sell what you want. But arguably, it does point out a flaw in the free market. The problem is that if there is a culture that tells you you can't do something out of fear of punishment culturally, it's more powerful than politics and more powerful than just a raw market. And that's where things get truly scary. That's where uh, zealotry and authoritarianism comes into play and becomes powerful. You don't want that. You, you, You really, really do not want that. I mean, think about what that means. You will be going to the store. Your credit card won't work. You'll open your phone. Your apps won't work. You said the wrong thing to a friend and we heard you. Why? Because you got them little robots that spy on you all the time or your phone, which is listening, right? They do listen, but they argue it's not for the reason you think. No, eventually someone's going to falsely report you and then you are out of luck. I have a Ukrainian friend and uh, we were I was hanging out at her place uh, years ago and it was like this old communist block housing, just like really generic, weird looking buildings. And she told me that her neighbor, the, the, the apartment next to her, there was a, a, a years ago during the Soviet Union, the person who lived there was getting into a fight with the person who lived in her building, you know, in, in her apartment unit. These people are gone. But during the Soviet Union, the neighbors were fighting. And so one neighbor called the, you know, the Communist Party, the police or whatever, and said, my neighbor is saying anti-communist things and insulting the party. The next day, the apartment was empty and the person was gone. Off to the gulag with you. All it took was them to say, yeah, lie. This person lied because they were having an argument. Is that what's going to happen? What happens now when someone just says, now's my chance to falsely smear someone? And they do. Why would anyone want to live in a society like that? Like, why would you want to be a part of that mob? Eventually, they'll turn on you and there's nothing you can do about it. Why would anyone want to create that? You know what it is? They all think they'll be the ones in charge. They all think they will be the ones on top. Well, you will not be. Because as Noam Chomsky said, when you enter the arena of violence, the most brutal guy wins. And that ain't us. Referring to the left, by the way. And he's right. There's now one dude who got arrested bragging in one day the right took the effing capital. Don't poke us. That's kind of crazy. But he's got a point. What was the left able to do? Destroy everything? Low, low grade, lots of destruction. The right, when they got serious, they took the Capitol building. That's crazy, dude. So that's why I think, you know, National Guard's out there. They're taking it seriously. They're really worried about what the right will do if they feel that they are threatened because the left, they don't got it. You know, many people point out the left, they tend to be scrawny and kind of weak. And people on the right tend to be not not everybody. I'm not saying literally everybody. But you you see these guys who go out and protest and they're like big and either thick, you know, fat, but muscular. And then you look at these these leftists and they're small and skinny. Don't get me wrong, they're a fat leftist, for sure. I'm just saying. The stereotype, you watch these Proud Boy versus Antifa fights, and the Proud Boys are just wailing on them. That's why some went to prison. So here we go. The divide is so extreme that not even someone like Ben Shapiro can get away with writing an article. When uh, Politico had Ben Shapiro write for their playbook as a guest author, it brought a backlash The platform given to the right-wing pundit enraged Politico staffers, forcing a top editor to defend the choice. What is controversial about Ben Shapiro? 
He's just a traditional conservative. He's not far right. He's not, you know, alt right, whatever. He's just a conservative. How crazy is this that a news organization would be like, we can't have a conservative right here. What are you doing? There are people posting online saying you're emboldening fake news. It was really funny. One one employee of Politico wrote, how can I tell people we're real news? when We publish Ben Shapiro. Uh, you can tell him you're real news because you publish Ben Shapiro. He's just a guy with an opinion. If you don't think he's right, look, not every person who puts out opinions, they're right. Sometimes people have bad opinions and they're wrong. I know I do. I have all, it happens all the time. I don't think I'm the smartest person in the world. But do they really think that all of their leftist personalities and, and their opinions are 100% based in fact and reality? That's nuts. These people are nuts. I'll tell you what worries me is looping this back together. AOC, these Democrats making these claims. If we really are at the point now where they think Republicans will kill them. This is the worst escalation I've ever seen. Because the, the, the fissure is so intense, they actually think they're going to die or they're lying to get sympathy. But it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. You know what I mean? That whether they believe it now or not, it's going to create real fear in future Democrats. And that fear will become hate eventually. And that hate will, will become violence. And I hope it does not. But I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm just going to get away from it all. I don't want to have anything to do with any of that nonsense. I want to mind my own business. And you should, too. You should want to go out, have a good time, protect your family, have some food, you know, build something, create something, inspire people, build culture. Oh, that's what people do. I hope everything stays peaceful in the next, next several days. You know, we'll see. I'll leave it there. Next segment will be tonight at 8 p.m. live at youtube.com slash Timcast IRL. Make sure to check it out. We'll be hanging out, taking audience questions, and uh, it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, once again, thanks for hanging out, and I will see you all then. CNN. Considered by all to be the most trusted name in news. Why, it's the company's slogan, so it must be true. Everybody knows that CNN is always going to be honest. You see, recently, Brian Stelter of CNN wrote this article, how the news media covered domestic terrorism on Capitol Hill, rightly referring to what was happening in D.C. as domestic terrorism and telling us exactly how the media covered it. Good job, Brian. I would just like to add an addendum to your article by pointing out how did CNN cover domestic terrorism on Capitol Hill? Why they put one of these domestic terrorists on TV, acting as though the individual was a documentarian and filmmaker, and allowed them to espouse their views, which, of course, was all lies. Because now we know that this guy, John Earl Sullivan, a Black Lives Matter activist and organizer who was on the ground, he's been indicted. I believe he's been arrested. Uh, he has been arrested. And according to the, the affidavit from the FBI, he was cheering things on. He was yelling, we did it. It's ours. He's seen in other videos calling for burning down, burning it down, burning things down. You know, we're going to burn this down. He started a group called Insurgents USA. So you mean to tell me that CNN did zero vetting of this guy? Yes. Remarkable. Meanwhile, Richie McGinnis, a reporter for The Daily Caller, was falsely was def was defamed by the New York Times as a rioter. And he's a credentialed reporter. That's the name of the game, baby. You work for an outlet like the Daily Caller. They don't care. They won't fact check. They don't do any work. How did this guy who is on video in Provo, Utah, yelling about burning it down? How did he get past CNN? Well, could it be that CNN just doesn't care 
and they want to prop up these people. What did Don Lemon say? Don Lemon said, if you voted for Trump, then you're on the side of the Klan and the Nazis. So uh, this guy who didn't vote for Trump, it's fine what he did, right? No, of course not. Reality is broken, my friends. It is completely broken. You know, of course, there are fringe far right conspiracy theorists. But what about, what about the left not being called out by any institution? I'm sorry. The, w- what's happening in this country is not so simple. If you watch nothing but the mainstream media or CNN, they will be literally putting domestic terrorists in your face to espouse psychotic ideology and lie in your lie to you. That's what they're doing because they live in the exact same bubble. Now, the problem is because of the traditional power held by these institutions, other corporations are terrified of them and just fall in line with far left fringe uh, terror ideologies and extremism. Think about this now. If you're a far leftist domestic terrorist who stormed the Capitol, CNN will give you space. They won't bother looking into your background. Why? Because you're on the left. Seriously. And if you're Richie McGinnis, the New York Times will lie. No joke. The New York Times put up a caption saying that Richie punched the glass and broke it. They made that up. It's not real. He never did that. And this guy, the FBI is arrested, was cheering it on. The Daily Mail reports a left wing activist who told CNN he went inside the Capitol building during last Wednesday's siege merely to document the chaos has now been arrested by police. According to the Department of Justice, John Earl Sullivan, 26, was not simply a passive observer inside the Capitol after video emerged purportedly showing him encouraging the rioters. Black Lives Matter protester Sullivan, who's based in Utah, was charged Thursday with one count of knowingly entering a restricted building, one count of violent entry and disorderly conduct on Capitol grounds, and one count of interfering with law enforcement. According to a release by the DOJ, Sullivan, wearing a ballistics vest and gas mask, entered the U.S. Capitol through a window that had been broken out, pushing past U.S. Capitol police on one side. He filmed multiple videos of the event before posting them to YouTube under his username Jade Nex. In one of the clips, he is seemingly heard encouraging other rioters as they enter the building. In fact, according to the affidavit, he's telling the officers to stand down because they've effectively lost. He's like, it's over. You can't stop him. You'll get hurt. Stand down. Stand down. Because this guy is an extremist. And that's what's fascinating is it shows you call him Antifa, call him Black Lives Matter, whatever. Leftist extremists have an interest in the storming of the Capitol. I mentioned this before any of this happened, before the Capitol happened. I said, what happens when when these leftist Antifa types realize they have an opportunity now to stand side by side by right wingers who hate the cops? What happens when they storm in? Now, there's a funny meme going around of uh, Kevin Sorbo. You may know him as he played Hercules. And he's 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 got a series of tweets. And the meme is it's the clown meme where the guy's dressing up like a clown. And the first one is he says, it's happening. The next one is history is being made. The next one is behave. Don't be like Antifa. Be respectful. And then the last one is Antifa dressed like Trump supporters to storm the Capitol and frame Trump supporters. And on the left, they're all laughing about how stupid Kevin Sorway so dumb. Oh, my God. How did he believe? It? Oh, wait a minute. This guy, John Earl Sullivan, did. Well, there's at least some photos showing him wearing a Trump hat. And uh, yes, but let me let me be real. It's one guy, one guy so far, maybe a couple others. There's there's apparently uh, uh, one young uh, one younger guy. Well, I shouldn't say younger, but he's like in his 30s and he's the son of a Brooklyn judge. Look, 
If you come to me and you tell me there were no leftists there, I'm not going to believe you. I'm sorry. I'm not going to I'm not going to come out and say it's true. Antifa stormed the gates and it's their fault. No, because we know for a fact it was Trump supporters and it's seem, seemingly most of them. But if you're going to pretend that Antifa types, leftists did not take advantage of this because they want much of the same thing when it comes to targeting the Capitol building, you're, you're going to be wrong, man. You're just wrong. Now, let's talk about what Antifa even really means. This guy's a leftist. He's a Black Lives Matter activist, but many left-wing organizations view him as a provocateur and just an instigator, and they booted him out of their group saying he's fake. They don't believe him. They don't believe he's a real activist. The left disavows the guy. But come on, you can say that he's not, uh, uh, the left doesn't like him, but the dude's clearly not a Trump supporter. You can argue that maybe he just wants to watch the world burn more like a joker type. And I'd, I'd, I'd say, okay, fine, fine. But I think the dude is on the left. Why? The people he does still surround himself with. The networks he's, he does go on. He may not be liked by these people, but it's true. Now let's talk about Antifa. They say there were no Antifa people who, you know, uh, the feds say it, the media says it. Which is it? Is Antifa a group that exists that you must be a member of? Or is Antifa just an idea that if you're anti-fascist, you are Antifa? You get the point? You see, the thing here is, when people say Antifa, they're not saying that the guy's a card-carrying member of Antifa International. They're saying that he is associated with the ideology and the cell-like structure of Antifa groups, and that his action, storming the Capitol, it's colloquially referred to as Antifa. I'm not a fan. I think you got to be more specific. I think you got to say he's Black Lives Matter. Why? Because there are Antifa groups you can be a card-carrying member of. I mean, not literally carrying a card. But you can actually be a member of specific cells. So when the media says Antifa is just an idea, then fine, the guy's Antifa, isn't he? But it's not. So colloquially, the guy, people will call the guy Antifa, but there are actual organizations. They go on to say, quote, here's a quote from the guy. We got to get this S burned. He purportedly states before adding, it's our house, mother effer. Elsewhere in the recorded clips, he, he, he says to the writers, you guys are effing savage. Let's go. This S is ours. F yeah. I can't believe this is reality. The DOJ further alleges he told rioters, we accomplished this S. We are all a part of this history. However, Sullivan painted a far different picture of his time inside the Capitol when he spoke with Anderson Cooper on CNN. He appeared in the cable news network alongside a documentary filmmaker with the pair portrayed as passively watching the chaos unfold. Remarkably, in the video footage released, you can hear this woman yelling, we did it, we did it. And he's like, it's going to be the best film you've ever made. <laughs> no, it's going I mean, it's going to be uh, the best evidence she ever recorded of herself storming the Capitol. Look, if they there's a fine line between acts of journalism and participating. And you got to be very, very careful. There's Elijah Schaefer of The Blaze, and he posted a photo from inside. I believe it's Nancy Pelosi's office of a computer with an exposed email. You can read it. And he said, there's, a, you know, the current revolution and revolutionaries. And when everyone saw that, they viewed him as a participant. Perhaps, I don't know exactly what Elijah was doing. He is a Trump supporter. He is on the right. We've had him on the IRL podcast. But there's a fine line between saying things that you, you roll your eyes at and actually documenting him, encouraging people to do, to do anything or actively participating in the destruction and the storming of the Capitol. I've heard now that he may be under investigation. I don't know if that's true. But you look at how the right gets treated and how the left gets treated. It's amazing. When Elijah Schaefer went in and he's, he's got credentials. This is the funny thing. Elijah has press credentials to be there. 
We saw Mashable say that YouTubers were making money off documenting this. And then he actually, Elijah, got banned from Facebook and Instagram. Then we saw Glenn Beck intervene saying, this is one of our reporters. He's got credentials. He's a, he's a member of the media. Then apparently the, the ban got reversed. I mentioned Richie McGinnis. CNN, without vetting these people, put them on TV. So Brian, will you now apologize for your network putting domestic terrorism on TV to lie about what was really going on? No, because reality is broken. You know that the left has psychotic Q-like conspiracies where they believe there are secret messages being sent and, you know, various government agencies are working behind the scenes. I'm not even I'm not even kidding. You've heard of QAnon. You've heard about it because the leftists in media freak out about it. But you've not heard about what the left believes, the fringe cuckoo conspiracies. You may have heard some of this because it does bleed out into the mainstream and conservatives sometimes will call it out. You may have heard that uh, uh, at some point, one individual on Twitter with hundreds of thousands of followers and a blue check mark said that the DOJ was investigating Steve Bannon for treason and that he was going to be executed. That's insane. That never happened. It's not going to happen. The worst they've done is they've banned him from YouTube. Okay, well, he got that one charge pertaining to the build the wall thing. And then you have, uh, well, you have Russia. You have Donald Trump being a Soviet asset. You have all of that insane, unhinged garbage. Conservatives, I think, don't highlight these these uh, these fringe conspiracy uh, conspiracy theorists because it empowers them. But the media does. The media helps them sell books. The media puts domestic terrorism on TV and defends it. So now you can imagine, based on what's happening in Washington, D.C., People are starting to freak out. What is it like 20,000 National Guardsmen? Let me tell you something. There's a lot of National Guard in D.C., and I'm glad. And I hope they keep D.C. safe, and I hope we have a peaceful transition because you do not want conflict. Uh, you know, and a lot of people, they email me saying, Tim, you're wrong. You know, we, we, the Cold Civil War is, is, is getting hot and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, bro, you don't want war. You, you don't. Some people might. Some people who actually know what it is, sure, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, claim it's, you know, it's absolute that nobody wants this, but I'll tell you this, the people in this country are pampered and spoiled. And if you actually see what conflict is like, you will beg for the day that we go back to the way things were. I mentioned this the other day on the IRL podcast, there's this comic and it's a guy and he, he's like, I want, I wish things were different. And then it shows him like smashing everything with a, with a baseball bat. And then the next panel is everything destroyed. And he goes, oh no. It's a great comic. I love the Oh No comics. It's, 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 it's hilarious. If, you, if you're concerned about what's going on and you're worried about what the, future, what the future holds and you want to make a change, I assure you any kind of conflict or violence will just result in calamity that won't get you what you want. When, we're at a, when, when we reach a point where the far left says it's my, it's my way or the highway and the right says, well, we're going to you know, stand up. It's, it's, you know, we're not going to allow you to do this. You don't get to cleanly build whatever you want. Even the left isn't getting everything they want, but they are taking the they're taking ground. They're take, they've got the House, they've got the Senate, now they've got the presidency. So the right is saying no to this. If it really does come to violent clashes, like the, the, the government apparently believes, no one's going to get what they want. It's going to be just worse for everybody. So I say the key to winning is building culture and persuasion. But... A lot of people don't agree. Let me show you this tweet here. 
Colby Satterfield reports. She's with WUSA 9, small town Missouri native, says in one week, D.C. has turned into a secure military zone with 20,000 National Guard troops expected to be on the ground by inauguration 2021. A retired major general for the U.S. Army said he hasn't heard of this much security for an inauguration since Abraham Lincoln. Why? No, for real. Why? I don't think they would be taking this action unless they had actionable intelligence. I've not heard anything. Have you? Look, I got my ears to the ground, man. I follow this stuff. They're talking about nationwide protests. I've not heard anything. You know what I have heard? I've heard Trump supporters disavow. I've seen the Donald.win say, not legitimate protests. We're not going to participate in this. It's fake. That's what I've heard. I've heard people say, stay away from the inauguration. I've heard Trump supporters saying this, many of whom are furious over what's happening. So what's going on? Could it be it's not about Trump? And there really is something expected to happen? I mean, listen, when she's, when, when this, uh, this reporter says, you know, since Abraham Lincoln, cue the cons- <laughs> Cue the cue conspiracies, because now people are saying, oh, Lincoln. Remember when Dan Scavino took a picture of Trump? Look at the portrait of Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. I wonder why. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know what, what we can expect, but the conspiracy theories, I think, are nuts. Um, there are people on the right who think that Trump is going to pull some last ditch ultimate Hail Mary from a thousand yards away and the ball gets struck by lightning 10 times while it lands in a field of people who all won the lottery at the same time. It's, it's not going to happen. Maybe something happens. They're certainly worried about something. Makes me think maybe they know something we don't. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and say, yeah, they probably do know things we don't. From the Daily Mail. Biden's inauguration rehearsal is postponed over security concerns hours after National Guard were authorized to use lethal force in defense of Capitol. And FBI Director Chris Wray warned of chatter about violence nationwide. I think they know something we don't. And maybe it's not. Uh, it, it doesn't seem like it's going to be Trump supporters. But there are people that I've said are like Trump supporters second. And what I mean by that is when Donald Trump said, go home and in peace, Trump supporters said, you got it because they support the president. But there are many people who view Trump as a means to an end and their Trump supporter second. Many of these people may be militia first. They may consider themselves American first. They may be planning things we don't know about. And the FBI might. I've seen, you know, people flocking to gun stores recently. So, you know, I, I went, uh, uh, I, I, I was out eating yesterday and there was a local gun shop and I went in and just picked up a, a couple box of uh, uh, large game shells because we actually had a bear scare recently. So uh, we put up some, some lights. There was a very large animal. A dog was freaking out. And so, you know, I'm in the shop and I'm like, we're going to, you know, we need, we, we, we need to protect ourselves. It's interesting how the left doesn't really understand this kind of thing happens. And we're, we're kind of out in the middle of nowhere. There's not a whole lot of bears, but uh, there are, there are bears. And so when we had this large animal scare in the dead of night, you know, it, it wasn't the dead of night. It was like, it was just dark out. I think it was like six o'clock and this large animal rustling, you know, we have deer, so maybe it was deer, but you know, so I, I go to the shop and I'm like, I need, I need something, you know, uh, what you got. So we pick, I picked a couple, couple boxes and, uh, but there was a ton, ton of people. And uh, they're buying up a storm. And uh, I was like, been busy, huh? And the guy said, it's been crazy since Monday. Just absolutely insane. 
I don't think it's because these people are planning anything. I think it's because people are on edge. People are scared. And they're like, I don't know, man. I'm just going to get what I can while I can get it. And I'm like, I'm just trying to get someone to deal with the animals. <laughs> I, I, you know, just like a, like, a, some, like a home defense shotgun and maybe something to scare away a, a, a bear if I have to. Something that, you know, I don't even know if it's a good idea. And, and when you have a bear, I'm, all, I'm only talking about like in the most dire of circumstances. Like I'm not going to confront a bear. You know what I mean? But I, it's still important to have something, not just to be left with nothing. Because I'll, I'll be honest with you guys, you know, as much as there are lunatic conspiracy theorists claiming that, you know, I'm strapped to the teeth, I got a bunch of game load and like birdshot because it's just home defense stuff. And so I was like, you know, we're out in the middle of nowhere. But anyway, look, I'm seeing these people and they're, they're buying up a storm and uh, kind of freaked me out. Whether or not there's going to be some kind of major event happening, I just don't know. But I can tell you this. Let me wrap this all together for you. When the media says something is being planned and there's, and there's chaos and, 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 you know, there's, there's protests. And then you see how they treat the left, how they prop up literal domestic terrorists on the left on CNN. I just don't believe them. I think they're out of their minds. I think they're insane. But there's something different. When 20,000 National Guard troops are called in, when a memo is released saying that the election is over, Biden has won, this is not in, it being contested. To all of these these soldiers, it makes you wonder about how scared they are about a real civil war. And I'll tell you this. I was talking to some conservatives years ago, and I said, you know, many of you follow me know that I've been saying, like, I think a civil war is coming. And I've had many prominent conservatives tell me in private, you're, you're wrong. You're crazy. It can never happen. The security state would never allow it. And I'm like, you realize the FBI is, is, is people, Right. You realize the National Guard is people, right? Do you think the people in the National Guard don't watch the news? Do you think they don't vote? Do you think they're not on social media? They're human beings like everybody else. So what happens? The divide we see among ourselves probably runs deep across law enforcement agencies, the government, the military. And I said, what do you think happens when you get soldiers waking up one day reading the news and they fall on one side of the culture war? They're going to defend the same things you will. What happens when it gets to the point where the left is viewed by, as like a conspiracy cabal by the right and the right is, a, is the evil fascist dictatorship by the left and there's a divide between different soldiers. Then what? Just like we saw with Antifa and the Proud Boys, don't be surprised if you see the same thing happen with law enforcement and the military because they're people. Now, it's funny, man. I'll tell you. They were wrong. They said it never, it could never happen. It won't reach government because this is the time when it was just Antifa fighting the Proud Boys. And it was when the Proud Boys first started entering the fray because we've seen Antifa doing this for a long time. The Proud Boys stepped up because Antifa was beating on old people. And I said, here you go. Now the left has found their villain, their fascists. And the right is, has, has said, here are the communists. We're not going to back down. And the culture war spread since then. So maybe there's, there, there's something that the, the, the government knows that we don't. I, I don't know. I, I hope nothing crazy happens. I just want to go back to watching movies, hanging out with friends, maybe get some sports, have some pizza and wings. Realize that this is a, a serious political battle. It's, a, it's the cold civil war, but we don't want hot conflict. We just want arguments. You know what I mean? And the key to success in the long term is not going to be any kind of violence. For conservatives, the key is having kids, teaching your kids, and building culture to inspire the youth, because the left is doing that right now. They dominate the video game platforms. They dominate social media. And that's always been the case.
The Daily Wire is doing it. They're making movies. That's the key to success. Culture. I'll leave it there. Next segment's coming up at 1 p.m. on this channel. Thanks for hanging out, and I will see you all then. Right now, Washington, D.C. is locked down with 20,000 National Guardsmen protecting the federal jurisdiction. And a lot of people are kind of freaking out about it because what's going on? You know, we're not really hearing anything about protests. Trump supporters don't know of any planned protests, at least the public facing Trump supporters. And many people are wondering why, even if there was going to be a planned protest and it was going to be armed, do you really need 20,000 people? We're seeing photos emerge of National Guardsmen sleeping in the Capitol, going viral and raising alarms, I guess. In one photo, which caused quite a bit of, I don't know, anger or fear among many leftists, you can see one National Guardsman is, is reading Atlas Shrugged. And then apparently people are like, oh, no, the National Guard's in on it. Okay. Well, we've got some questions to talk about, and there's some speculation and some fears from the more conspiracy-minded individuals. I honestly think nothing's going to happen. Uh, I'm hoping nothing happens. I think Joe Biden's going to be inaugurated. We'll see. But we do have a couple of interesting reports coming out right now. First, from CNBC, Virginia National Guard Corporal Jacob Fracker and fellow police officer charged in U.S. Capitol riot. This individual is an active duty National Guardsman who was storming the Capitol. You want to know why this is so important? Because people keep saying civil war won't happen. And they say that because they think the military is loyal to the Constitution, not a political party. But do you think that the parties don't reference the Constitution? The Democrats are the ones saying Trump violated the Constitution. Trump supporters are the ones saying Democrats violated the Constitution. And I'm sure the human beings that would lay on the ground reading Atlas Shrugged are human beings. And I'm sure they have political opinions as well. That's why it was so crazy when that letter got sent out to the army or whatever, where it was like, the race is over. Trump is not the president. Maybe they're actually worried. We saw the op-ed from the Washington Post where every living former defense secretary said anybody who tries to help Trump will be prosecuted. If they weren't worried about this, they wouldn't be saying it. So is there something we don't know about the 17th, 18th, 19th or 20th? Twitter said they took down Trump because, you know, something having to do with inciting violence and something supposed to happen on the 17th. I got no idea what they're talking about. I've looked at many Trump forms, also seem to have no idea what they're talking about. I've heard some murmurings about people who've heard the media say it. But again, I've not figured out what, what it is they're talking about. There's also reports of nationwide protests, not that I've seen just from the mainstream media. Is it possible that they deployed 20,000 National Guardsmen because they know something we all don't, something not being reported? I'll tell you, I'd be willing to bet that if, say, the New York Times or BuzzFeed or any one of these news outlets got approached by law enforcement and they said, don't report this stuff, they'd do it. I mean, they would. So it's not like it's the first time in history where the government's been like, there's a national security issue and you can't publish this. So maybe there is some information that we should know about or could know about, but don't. It's being blocked. Honestly, I have no idea. But what I can say is this story right here from CNBC exemplifies that it doesn't matter if you are a member of law enforcement or in the military, your political opinions are still going to be your political opinions. At the storming of the Capitol, there were police trying to stop these people. And there are apparently a couple cops who are either helping or, you know, one, one guy apparently directed the crowd. Another guy posed for a selfie. 
There are many people who participated in the storming of the Capitol who were off-duty police officers from other jurisdictions. CNBC says the U.S. Army said that Jacob Fracker, one of the two off-duty Virginia police officers who have been arrested on federal charges related to the Capitol riot, is a corporal in the Virginia National Guard. Fracker is the first known active military service member charged in the assault on the halls of Congress. The disclosure of Fracker's status as guard comes as thousands of National Guard service members, some of them armed, provide security in and around the Capitol in the wake of the deadly riot on January 6th. President Donald Trump was impeached Tuesday for inciting the mob, which objected to the election of Joe Biden as president. I think the Democrats are trying to just say he was impeached for insurrection, therefore he can never hold office again, which I don't think would actually work. I don't think so. There were, there were complaints that because Hillary Clinton destroyed all those emails, she shouldn't be able to hold public office either because she destroyed public records. Doesn't matter. She still runs. I mean, she lost, but you get the point. Fracker and fellow Rocky Mount Virginia police officer Thomas Robertson were seen posing for a photograph, making obscene gestures in front of a statue in the Capitol during the invasion, according to charging documents filed in the U.S. District Court in D.C. Other rioters that same day killed Capitol Police Officer Brian Sicknick and beat and bear sprayed other cops. Four other people during, died during the melee. Another member of the mob, retired Air Force Lieutenant, Lieutenant Colonel Larry Rendell Brock Jr., has been charged in the riot where he was photographed on the Senate floor wearing a helmet and carrying zip tie handcuffs. Can we just put this to rest, people? They're called flex cuffs. There was some journalist who tweeted, who buys zip ties? And then Ben Shapiro was like, everybody. And then people were like, Ben's so dumb. Nobody buys handcuffs. Dude, they're not called zip ties. They're called flex cuffs. Yeah, well, CNBC, who wrote this? Who doesn't have Google? Dan Mangan and Amanda Macias, please just Google search like plastic handcuffs and get the real name flex cuffs, <laughs> flexi cuffs or whatever. I don't know, whatever. Brock was carrying the handcuffs because he meant to take hostages and possibly execute members of the U.S. government. A federal prosecutor told a judge who allowed Brock to be released into home confinement in Texas on Thursday. So let, let, let me just you know, pause real quick because we have this story from CNN as well. U.S. says Capitol rioters intended to capture and assassinate elected officials. Why are they letting these people out? If this was really a concern, these people wanted to kill people. You'd be like, oh, well, you know, we're gonna let you go home. Why? They were standing there holding flex cuffs. All right, whatever. In social media posts that refer to the photo of him and Robertson, Fracker wrote, LOL to anyone who's possibly concerned about the picture of me going around. Sorry, I hate freedom, he wrote. Not like I did anything illegal. Y'all do what you feel you need to do. You know, what's funny about people who are posting things on social media. They often say these things to reassure themselves. It's not reality. There was one where a woman said she like gave an interview and she goes, I'm not worried about getting arrested. You know, like they didn't, they didn't even come and talk to me. And then the day later she got arrested. You know what, man? There's a reason you're allowed to plead the fifth and keep your mouth shut. This guy just admitted these people are so dumb. You could have just been like, that photo's from a month ago. That photo's from a tour, whatever. Or you say nothing, but they all come out and admit they did it. You know, I, I can understand it though. This is not, this is not like a typical crime. It's not like someone stole a loaf of bread or a diamond necklace. These are people who are standing up for what they have done because they believe in it. So of course they're going to be like, yup, there it is. There's the photo. There was one funny story where apparently they arrested a guy in Chicago and he, he was like, man, you found me. You guys are good. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Welcome to the federal government. 
Here's a Robert in his own taunting social media post after the attacks wrote CNN and the left are just mad because we actually attacked the government who is the problem and not some random small business. The right in one day took the effing U.S. Capitol. Keep poking us, Robertson wrote. According to prosecutors in an Instagram post, Robertson wrote that he was proud of the photo because he was willing to put skin in the game. So you know what? He might want to get arrested. He might want to be a figurative martyr. I mean, he's not really dying or anything like that, but getting getting arrested so that people hear his message. It's what you got to understand about, you know, the, the reaction to this stuff. And it would seem that at least in this case, the dude knows what he's doing and he's bragging about doing it because now his ideology is being blasted off in the media. And there's something else you need to consider. The United States Capitol was stormed. And so now they have 20,000 National Guard throughout D.C. It showed the extreme weakness of our security at one of our most important buildings. That's what they did. And now I'm sure there are people on the right who are cheering for it. Probably people on the left as well. This guy wants there to be a statement. He wants people to understand why he did what he did. And the best way to get it is to blurt it out and hope the media covers it. And then I'll read his quotes. And that's exactly what he's hoping for. You know, I think we're in dangerous times when you take when, when, when these lockdowns take away people's food and their work and they got nothing left. then I think you can expect things to get bad because if someone's got nothing left to lose, then 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 what? There's nothing for them to worry about. There's an old post on 4chan about someone being suicidal, and it said the world's your oyster now. You can literally do whatever you want if you don't care about your own life. You can go and travel. You can climb a mountain. You can risk everything. You can jump off, you know, like go base jumping. Because if you really don't care anymore and you're depressed, you think life is awful. Now you can just, you've got nothing left to lose. You're free to do anything. And I guess that's like the, the nice way of saying, you know, I've always said this to my, to my friends. If you're at that point where something in your life is causing a depression, not like a, a, like a chemical depression, but like you're just down for whatever reason. Go and do something. Just give it all up and just, I mean, what, you know, the world's your oyster, I guess. Don't hurt, don't hurt any people or anything like that. But that's where things get scary. A lot of these people who commit mass tragic, you know, incidents and, you know, shootings and things like that, it's because they had nothing left to lose. And so they're like, they don't care anymore. And that's why in many instances, they kill themselves afterwards. Now you're looking at, with the COVID lockdowns across this country and around the world, People who have had everything taken from them. So they're not just in a position with nothing left to lose, but they have anger because it was done to them. That's why it's scary when this guy says, keep poking us. That's what he said. He said in one day, uh, the right in one day took the effing U.S. Capitol. Keep poking us. He makes a good point. And that's why the National Guard might be there on the ground in one day. The first time Trump supporters decide to stage a, a large scale riot, it it had an impact. Black Lives Matter can go around smashing windows and nobody cares because who, who, why am I going to complain about McDonald's? I mean, I think it's dumb. Don't smash their windows. But I'm not going to be like, you know, defend McDonald's. I'm going to be like, stop being violent. I don't really care about McDonald's. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm worried about the workers who get glass sent flying all over the place, have to have to clean it up or maybe can't work anymore because you destroyed the, the window and they got to shut down for, a temp, for, for the time being. But think about what happens if you get the right as riled up as the left has been all year. What happens when the conservatives have their George Floyd moment? If you think it's bad now, I mean, we've seen years of leftist violence and riots, and it's never been anywhere near taking the U.S. Capitol. 
They say both Fracker and Robertson are charged each with a single count of knowingly entering or remaining in any restricted building or grounds without lawful authority. One count of felony, uh, I'm sorry, one count of violent entry and disorderly conduct on Capitol grounds. They are each free on a 15,000 unsecured release bond and are barred from either going to Washington or taking part in any demonstration or protest as their criminal case continues. Robertson told WSLS 10 News that the photo of him in Fracker was taken long after any disorder and we were let in and escorted by police. He also said, I walked through an open door guarded by two Capitol Police officers, was handed a bottle of water by then and asked to stay within a roped area, which we did. That's very, very important because we have video proof of this. Why did the police open the door and let people in? Why were these people calmly walking through the ropes? Maybe many of them were befuddled and bewildered and thought that they were just allowed to go into a government building. You know, you could just enter and walk around the Senate buildings. You can actually just walk into like Nancy Pelosi's office. It's it's true. I think a lot of Americans need to realize that. Go to D.C., you go to the building, you, there's, there's security, and then you can walk around. You see all the offices of all the members of Congress and members of the Senate. You just walk right in their office. Usually there's some staffer and you're like, hi, I'm looking. Uh, who do I think? I think uh, during Occupy Wall Street, we went and looked for Bernie Sanders or something. And then like the staffers there were like, yeah, you guys are cool or whatever. And I think I think uh, there was a group that a, a few years, like a few years later, went to like Rand Paul or something. I can't remember. You can just walk to their offices. It's completely open. So I'm sure there were a lot of people who didn't realize that about the Capitol building. They thought because the cops were there letting them in and taking selfies with people, they didn't do anything wrong. That's the interesting thing about uh, about the defense people might have when it comes to criminal charges. Show the judge a video of a cop taking selfies with people, of cops letting people in. And you're going to get a lot of people being like, I the doors were open. You know, we walked up, saw open doors and the cops, you know, waved and took selfies. How was anyone supposed to know that they weren't allowed in when they were literally let in by the police? How could it be unlawful entry if you're invited in? You know, I can't invite someone into my house and then when they walk in and go, help, help, trespasser, they're going to be like, nah, it doesn't work that way. Now, don't get me wrong. I think the bias in the media and the system, it's going to, they're not just going to throw the book at these people. They're going to throw the whole bookshelf, maybe even the library. But I want to highlight this Twitter thread from Jack Murphy, who brings up some interesting questions. 20,000 armed troops in D.C. I've never seen anything like this before. Full kit with a six load carry, not a humanitarian effort. Photo op, display of force to quell an insurrection? No one really seems to know. Yes, we've all seen the flyers and heard chatter about protesters and angry people coming back to D.C. Maybe the 20,000 troops in the military installation downtown will stop that. But they also upped the ante big time. If someone wants to make a statement, they got to go big. Part of me thinks the 20,000 armed troops and military installation with massive vehicles, barbed wire and barriers everywhere is just more gaslighting of the left. See what we have to do to protect you. But then again, people just got killed at the Capitol. At the same time as 20,000 armed troops occupied D.C., the mayor requested there be there be zero First Amendment permits this weekend. Armed troops, no free speech, no free movement, no two way rights. This is a big deal. Seems like the most important time to show up with a gun and speak your mind with whomever you choose would be a presidential inauguration. But in 2021, a presidential inauguration has to be done while basic constitutional rights are suspended. It ain't right. Sources at D.C. MPD. Tell me they are baffled by the armed troops in the city. Usually the National Guard is equipped with a gas mask, a flashlight, and not much else. But right now they are in full kit and there's a massive vehicular presence as well. Checkpoints everywhere. You know, I love the conspiracies 
the, 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 that Trump secretly planned everything. Always. That he's not just playing 4D chess, he's playing 5D chess. That's right. Traveling through time. Trump knows everything. I tell you, man, not a week has gone by where I don't hear someone saying, like, this is the day. Trump's going to do whatever. And then, you know, he doesn't. So I'm, I'm not convinced we're actually going to see any kind of substantive, substantive movement from Donald Trump or anything like that. But, you know, something I was talking about before the 6th was getting soldiers to guard the White House. One of the things I told you over and over again, if you remember, was that when staging a coup, an actual military takeover, it's not going to be like a movie. It's not going to be a bunch of soldiers with armbands kicking the door down, firing in the air and being like, this is our country now. Hurrah. And then there's battles in the streets. And then Trump is like, I am the new dictator. And it's not that's not how it's going to be. What it's likely going to be is that, you know, because the concern is, will the troops will the National Guard follow unlawful orders to defend Trump? A real coup would just be a bunch of soldiers being told, can you please go guard the building? And they'll say, sounds good to me. You know, I don't know what's illegal about that. They just want me to guard a building. I guard stuff all the time, right? So then they show up 20,000 troops in D.C., likely just deployed because of security threats. Likely nothing is going to happen. But there are people who are asking the question about why are they here? Who ordered them here? And why are they fully armed? So, of course, the right wing conspiracies have erupted. But none on the left, which is surprising. I mean, the left has their insane conspiracy theories, but I think they're happy with the presence. See, the Trump supporters are the ones who stormed the Capitol. So it's the left demanding the National Guard. But who controls the National Guard right now? Who's approving of it? Why, I believe it is the secretary, acting secretary of defense, Christopher Miller at the Pentagon, appointed by Trump and considered to be a Trump loyalist. So hold on a minute. This 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 storming of the Capitol happens. Then we get more armed troops in D.C. than we've ever seen since like Abraham Lincoln, apparently. And it's under the control of the Pentagon, whose head is Trump supporter. In five days, Joe Biden will be president. And I really do not believe there is any evidence to suggest that will be incorrect. I recognize we live in the real world and there's astronomical odds, but things are possible. But I do not think there's going to be anything from Trump. He's now put out numerous videos about helping the new transmission transition team come in and things like that. And I still hear it from these people. They're like, no, Trump never conceded. Ooh, he's going to rods from God and he's going to war with China. And I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? That was G.I. Joe. They believe that we have giant tungsten rods. Uh, that Donald Trump sent giant tungsten rods up to this to sky satellites to drop skyscrapers on countries. And it's just like, OK, dude, we all know about the, the theory of rods for God and all that stuff. My, whatever. I don't know enough about it to comment on it. The point is, there's not going to be some magic moment. Trump isn't going to jump out from a hang glider and then, you know, announce he's the dictator. There's not going to be mass indictments or arrests. This is likely uh, an overreaction. But I got to admit, it is it, it, it does have me concerned whether or not there's a real threat. I mean, there probably is. We just don't know about it because they're not going to tell us, you know, if it's a legit threat. Why? Why so many people? Why the suspension of civil liberties in these places? And I guess the, the right wing conspiracy theorists believe that this was how Trump was able to get the military to lock down D.C. And that if he refuses to leave and they're under the under orders from the Pentagon, they'll just follow orders from the Pentagon. 
That's why the letters that were issued, like the op-ed in the Washington Post, came from the Washington Post and not top military brass. But there was a letter apparently sent out saying Trump's not the president, so don't obey him. What'll happen if come the 20th, the Pentagon orders these National Guard, some 20,000, to follow their orders and not allow Joe Biden or, or the Democrats in? Who's, whose orders are they going to follow? They're going to be confused. I don't know. That's the conspiracy theory now. The only thing I can say to it is that it is kind of weird. We have 20,000. Come on. If a couple thousand, you know, like militia guys were going to come with guns, do we need 20,000 armed troops and vehicles and full kits and everything like that? No, but I guess if there was a couple thousand, they'd want to dramatically overrun any kind of, you know, right wing militia. That, in my opinion, probably makes the most sense. Is it likely? Or I should say this. Is it possible that the Pentagon gives orders to the National Guard just before the inauguration and Trump stays president? I mean, it's possible. But possible means what? In this case, point zero 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 zero. You get the point. One percent. Absolutely unlikely. I can't. While I certainly don't believe the conspiracy stuff, I can at least say a lot of people, Jack, who lives in D.C., are wondering why it is so many were deployed. And now I bring this all wrap it up together. We just saw an active duty National Guardsman arrested for participating in the storming of the Capitol. How many of the National Guardsmen in the Capitol building right now who are there, how many of them agree with Trump? How many of them are loyal to Trump because they view him as the one protecting the Constitution? How many of them think Joe Biden is, is a Chinese you know, asset or whatever? If you've got some National Guard being arrested, isn't it possible that many others also would be willing to defend the president over Joe Biden. People want to say that we're not in civil war territory and it's not going to happen. But my friends, the next story I have coming up later, the Democrats like AOC are coming out saying that they believe other members of Congress want to kill them. What do you just think about that for two seconds? Democrats are saying the Republicans want to kill them. And they were scared when the Capitol was being stormed. It was going to happen. And they're demanding Lauren Boebert be arrested because she's armed, walked the metal detector, and then didn't stop for police. The Democrats are actively trying to stop Republicans from carrying weapons. And the Democrats are telling the press they think the Republicans are going to kill them. And a bunch of Trump supporters stormed stormed the Capitol building. And now there are 20,000 armed troops in D.C. Wake up. I don't know what's happening, and I hope nothing comes of it. I hope everyone calms down. But something crazy is happening. Maybe it's just a security precaution and we all go home and we're fine. Fine. I think that's the absolutely most likely scenario. But I don't know, man. What's normal anymore? I'll leave it there. Next segment's coming up at 4 p.m. over at YouTube.com slash TimCast. It is a different channel and I will see you all then.